This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. What is the best way to monitor pollution or map pollution across Metro Vancouver? Well, if you ask some UBC researchers, they will tell you, ask the honeybees. So that is exactly what they did. We are joined now by Dominique Weiss, who's a senior author and director of UBC's Pacific Centre for Isotopic and Geochemical Research. Dominique, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Uh, Tell me a bit about this research that you did. So this research came out in a discussion of a with friends, and one of the friends was Julia Common, who is the head beekeepers of Ice for Humanity. It started in 2014. They had honey produced by some beehives in downtown Vancouver, and the key question was, is the honey clean? And I said, I can help. You know, Hives for Humanity is a non-profit organization helping the community in downtown Eastside. Mm-hmm. And we had 10 samples, and the good news was that the honey was very clean, meaning the trace metal concentrations that we measured in those honeys were actually below what averages observed in other honeys in Australia, for instance, or Europe. So Ice for Humanity honey is very clean. That's interesting, though, right? Because a lot of these days, there's a lot of hives that are right in kind of the downtown part of the city because people are very keen on on making and selling honey. Yes, and that's where the story is actually quite interesting and has broader implications because now many people want to have a city garden, uh, and so it's important to assess the quality of the environment. This being said, though, we also, as we did this same study for four years, and it's perfectly reproducible over four years, we see concentration gradients, which means that the trace metal levels are usually higher downtown and, and around commercial. And as we go away, and basically that works gradually away from the port of Vancouver and downtown east side, mm-hmm. the concentration decreases. So we have some honeys from Delta, for instance. They have much, even much more lower levels than in the downtown area. Interesting. Then, so what does that tell us about the bees? Well, the bees sample the environment. They fly, and that's the, the beauty of studying honey: is that the radius of activity of foraging of a bee is about one to two kilometers. So we have very localized sampling spots. And interestingly also, that's not published in the study yet, but the bees have higher level than the honey, which means that the honey production is is, uh, cleaning somehow what the bee samples. And um, so they do the sampling for us. That is so interesting because I know there's also been a huge concern in recent years about what is causing so many bee colonies to die off. So their relationship with pollution is kind of different than what I thought. Yes, although it depends which pollution you're talking about. Here we're talking about metal pollution that is induced by human activities such as traffic, boats, um, fuel consumption, 
like the big cargo, cargo boats that come in the port of Vancouver. Yeah. We, we're not, with our technique, we're not analyzing pesticides or organic compounds that make their way into the honey. I see. Okay, so then can we when we look at the honey from these like more urban areas versus like in the uh, country settings, are they very similar? In terms of the metals we measured, there are slight difference, but it's all in low levels. For instance, because we wanted to put our study in a context and, and we defined six sectors in the greater Vancouver area, we also analyzed honey from Bowen Island and from Galliano Island, because this was further away from traffic. Right. And they have even lower levels. This being said, Bowen Island honey is slightly more elevated in some trace metals than Galliano, and the explanation for that is, is relatively simple. Bowen is close to Horseshoe Bay. There is a fair amount of ferry traffic that there, and that's how we make the, the correlation. Right, but then wouldn't also traffic in the downtown area also result in pollution like that? Yes. And we can identify that by some trace element ratios. That is like so it. interesting, though. That yeah. You would think that with Bowen Island, that, that would be much more uh, pure honey. Well, all our honeys are pure. Let me give you um, an example okay. of, to, to have a feel for what concentration level we analyze. We're dealing with what we call PPB, or parts per billion. And one part per billion is equivalent to one drop in an Olympic-sized swimming pool. So that's the levels we are measuring here at PCIGR, the Pacific Center for Isotope and Geochemical Research. Wow. So we, we're very, very low. The other thing that's unique about our technique is that in addition of measuring concentration, we also used what we call a fingerprint technique, let isotope fingerprinting, which allows us to have an idea of the source of the metal. Right. And what we see is that those metals and the Stanley Park trees, because that's part of the, the story too, we analyzed two slices of uh, trees from Sunday Park that had fallen down from in the 2006 big storm. So they have the honey there is as a left fingerprinting that doesn't overlap with anything natural in the area. We have, for instance, comparison with the volcanoes, the Fraser River particles or sediments. It is that let that we find in the honey downtown. Right. And in Stanley Park, doesn't is purely man-made. But what I guess what is so interesting then, Dominique, about all of this is that overall, it, you know, no matter where the t- honey was, whether it's urban, rural, whatever the case is, it's still very pure. Yes. That says and a, so, that says a lot about how hard bees work, doesn't it? Yes. And you know, it was the we also could not have done our study without the very excellent collaboration with Hives for Humanity. They did the sampling for us, although in the middle of the, the, these four years, the project took such a larger scale that 
the lead author of the, the paper, Kate Smith, is a PhD student. She went to beekeeper training and she has, she's capable of sampling. But we had access to all these very specific hives from hives for humanity. And that gave us a, an amazing advantage in our study. Oh, this is just so fascinating. Dominique, thank you so much for your time on this today. You're most welcome. Thank you. As Dominique Weiss is a senior author and the director of UBC's Pacific Center for Isotopic and Geochemical Research.